I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, or rated fairly. So Peck, I hope you're feeling cool. We're going to be going back to high school. <laughs> I definitely wasn't cool back in high school. <laughs> no, me neither. Bob, were you cool? <laughs> Still amant. <laughs> Still amant. I guess that's why we're doing a podcast, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Could be part of it. Listen, if we beat them to the joke, <laughs> well... <laughs> It's less funny. <laughs> For who? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? All right, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so if you haven't gathered, we're going to be talking about high school today. Going back to the glory days. Yeah, and specific... Glory days. <laughs> those were not my glory days, by the way. <laughs> Tim watched a lot of horror films in those, and he called them the gory days. Actually, him and his brothers call it the Ori days. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Ori days. Yeah, they're brothers and a sister. Ori days. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what. He has his anyway, own theme. So you flustered him. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to lead this cast here, Bob. <laughs> Can't get there. <laughs> so specifically, we're going to be talking about some uh some high school sports and high school clubs uh that we were a part of mm. um you know my uh oh <laughs> well we're going to be talking about our most uh to start off our most overrated type of club or mm. sport and specifically the kids who were part of that sport or club so um, does that make sense? Is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it, it yeah. does. I mean, you think about the type of people that you knew back in high school. Maybe the type of person that you were back in high school, mm. and you had your associations, but you were also aware of what it meant to be associated with those clubs. Right. Yeah. Like, like that's a soccer kid, or that's that's a hundred percent. They were badges you wore, and some of those badges you wore with a little more honor, and some of those <laughs> badges you may have tucked underneath a nice uh, element skate hoodie. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> some you wore shamelessly, <laughs> and some you wore shamefully. Exactly. So, uh, Josh, I'm going to have you kick this one off. What? Uh, I, I have a I have a clarification that I need here. here because, okay, sure. Uh, this is this will make or break my answer here. Was <laughs> Whoa, was a lot mar- of pressure here? I know. Was marching band considered? <laughs> yes. A type because that's a club. It was exclusive, right. Josh. Yeah. I wasn't in it. I couldn't just walk. I couldn't just march my way into that room and practice with y'all. Bob immediately realizes there's a joke in that sentence and turns right around. <laughs> Listen, I was a member of the marching band for a little while. I remember how proud my mom was that I was in the marching band. I don't know if I ever shared that same pride, but the problem is those who did take pride in marching bands really kind of ruined the whole experience for the rest of you. Oh, I oh, I totally get it, Josh. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not a great thing. You're out there. <laughs> you are in a wool suit. It's not a great thing. 
You have a helmet on. It's got a feathery plume. And you are marching. <laughs> what is with the outfit? It's it's unnecessary. It's very overrated. Yeah. In fact, they were you were forced to do this in mostly hot weather, right? Mostly That's hot weather. That's true. Because yeah. you, you were in the parades now, weren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So they had the majority of the parades that you're in. In the hottest months, right? So you're talking right. early October, which isn't the hottest month, but we are talking May and maybe into June for those Memorial Day. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, you wear your plume in June. Plume in June. <laughs> you never plume in June. Just like you never hang out with Joey. <laughs> never hang out with Joey. <laughs> Especially in June. Especially in June. <laughs> but but that's just the thing. You know, you're sweating. They're out there. They're spritzing you with water. They're Wait, like, who is they? Oh, okay. So they're they're volunteers, right? <laughs> they help out the marching band, like the band mother kind of, uh, kind of, right? You get spritz from them. Well, you're about to have heat stroke. They gotta do <laughs> this something. This little spritz will revive you. Yeah. So they spray you with water, <laughs> and they have they have the Gatorade bottles as if you're an athlete, right? So they come by, <laughs> and while you're standing and waiting for whatever parade to Imagine happen. Imagine, you see in football, they spray it in through their helmets. Josh has got his tuba. They're like spraying the Gatorade water down the chute. Josh chokes on it. I did have a clarinet, for the oh. record. Not that it makes that analogy oh, any better. That is so much less manly than a tuba. I know. You were a flautist? Oh, it was a bass clarinet, if that helps, but... Here's my problem, right? Manly. <laughs> People act as if that this is a really tough thing, and I do I do applaud the the marching bands that do a nice job. It's not necessarily me slandering marching bands themselves. It's the people who take pride in it because okay. they come by and they're like, "Yeah, one other marching band title," and you're like, "Congratulations, you you can walk and play an instrument Kudos. and get spritzed and, and get spritzed." Do they even do these uh, same people pass out the candy? In the parades, I mean, they bands don't pass they out do not. candy. No, no, the, no, these volunteers you, you're talking. No, no, about. these oh, volunteers no, no, no. are there in case a child faints into their arms. <laughs> you know, Josh, I, you know, I see what you're saying. At first, I was like, the man just lacks pride. But you know what? <laughs> Here's the thing, and this is um, this is a little different, but same kind of vein. Uh, I think it was last year. I don't know, I'm going on a little tangent, but every year, not this year with COVID and all, but. Every year for Christmas, I, I buy my wife um, tickets to go see the UConn women. She loves to see the women. Uh, I love to, to see the UConn women play, too. Honestly, it's it's the best basketball you can watch because the NBA is trash now. And you know they're going to win. And, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, and that's actually the part I don't like about it. I wish there was a little more of a even playing field, but it's something to take pride in in Connecticut, if nothing else. <laughs> True. But this one particular game, we were we I'd gotten us pretty good seats in a – we were sitting down really close to, to courtside, and the marching band was right in front of us. They had set up specialized seating for them. And they were like, it was really the whole group, but there were two or three really, really obnoxious uh, male members. Like this guy, like kind of like you're talking about, goofy outfit. Right. And he's doing everything short of doing a backflip. As like this, we're here to watch the, the game. Like, okay, we want to hear the tunes here and there. Okay, cool. I'm a big music guy. I, I you know, I appreciate it. But here's the thing. We're there to watch the game. And this guy's standing up all the time. He's drawing the attention himself as if we paid money for that ticket to see him. We didn't. I assure you, we didn't. And every time a big play went off, he wasn't really even watching the game. He was just, he would kind of like pick up on like the cheering and like stand up like, oh, like, and he wouldn't sit down until pretty much the next point. He was just ready to go. And right? it was that pride. It wasn't even that the that marching band played that well. Like they were fine. That man's pride 
started to eclipse the enjoyment I was having for that game. And almost it, came before the fall if he had tried a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I see what you're saying, Josh. Yep. Good point. I and mean, obviously, this I, is a collegiate level versus high school, but same sentiments. And as you were describing that, that prideful person, I did see a few people from high school in my head, like immediately went there. So (laughs) not to mention names, but like, you know, them sure you do. And (laughs) sure do. You know that like you, you guys remember in high school where you're filling out your final yearbook and they ask you like all the different (laughs) things that you were in or a part of, you know, that these are marching band lifers and that's all they put down. And there's, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. 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 Like they're, they're in that as their only good thing in their life. As a matter of much. fact, their their high school picture wasn't even their face. It was the tuba with a tie on. <laughs> That's how much they loved marching band. <laughs> oh, man. Bob, what are you thinking? <laughs> All right, this answer is very, very difficult for me, but the most overrated high school club has got to be R.L. Stein's Babysitter's Club. Now these books were <laughs> now, these books were not good. They were not goosebumps. They, they, I didn't read many of them, but they tried to keep. (laughs) So you're taking a very abstract view of this question. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, it's the Babysitter's Club. (laughs) I want to see where he goes with it. R.L. Stein's. All right. Or no, that was, uh, that was Babysitter's, was it Babysitter's Club? I don't don't think R.L. Stein was Babysitter's Babysitter's Club. Club. He did some sort of club, Josh. You on this? Arl Stein's some sort of club. I know Babysitter's Club is a book that some of my students read at the elementary level. Those are. Probably rated fine. I don't know, but um, rated fine as books go. I guess I don't know, but Thrill Club. Arl Stein didn't have a Babysitters Club. <laughs> no, not that I'm seeing. <laughs> oh, this is a real big bomb for me here. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> if okay. only had, he hadn't gone abstract. <laughs> okay, never mind. Then. He couldn't handle the my abstractity. Favorite, my favorite, my least favorite club is not a real official club at all. Okay. <laughs> it's the club of the populars. That okay. ha- that that hang out after school. Here's the thing: I have nothing against the populars. Is this is this more of a click? This you're is talking a click. about. Okay, this is a click. I'll accept it. And, and you know, and you know, here's the thing: like I I was friends by the end of high school, early couple of years. I was a little shy. After that, I kind of started coming around. My junior and senior year, this day, I think that I would be willing to say like ninety to ninety five percent of my my graduating class I consider friends. Sure. Um, everybody, where from the uh, you know the the popular kids, uh, a good number of them to you know the really shy uh, kids who want nothing to do with that. I really got along with everybody. Well, you're a social butterfly. That's I, why. Well, I was a sh- social moth, as it were. Uh, oh, um, I did my bidding in the light, but um, <laughs> did my bidding in the light. <laughs> what am I talking about anymore? But but my promise, and there's Has still he even answered the question. <laughs> Just hang on here. <laughs> but but the point is, I had nothing against those populars. Listen, there were some popular kids. Many popular kids is very nice. And they were popular because they were in all these sports and things. That's fine. Uh, probably many of them in the march, marching band, too. But there were a couple that, to this day, if I ever saw, I don't think I'd I'd want to um, make the small talk with even. There were a, a select couple. I, maybe even just a couple. But it was these kind of kids who would just always, they were always hanging about. And you could never really just, like, 
connect. Everything had yeah. to be cool. Their whole fiber was on being cool. Like the other kids were popular and cool because they just kind of were cool. Like they did a lot of cool stuff. These kids, like from the music they had to listen to to the clothes they had to wear, there wasn't a piece of them that was authentic. And um, that kind of specific sub group of popular kids was a clique that I found to be uh, and, and quite overrated. Yeah. And uh, it's a shame because, like I said, you know, not a shame for me because by the end of my high school year, uh, high school senior year, I really did get along with it. I would say like 95% of the kids in the group and uh, have a lot of fond memories of, of friends from all sorts of social groups. But it's just that those couple that I think back to now that leave a bad taste in my mouth. It was always just like, well, nobody was cool. Did you get to know that person? No, 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 no. Over the no. top, you know. Over the top. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know what? That's no way to live your life. No. It's it's like R.L. Stein's Babysitter's Club. Not not the not the <laughs> not the third grade reading level one. Those books are probably okay. R.L. Stein's Babysitter's Club. I don't very think it overrated. Exists, Bob. I don't think it exists. I, I see the babysitter <laughs> by R.L. Stein. By R.L. Stein. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> so you were just combining. I guess your I must have been thinking club. about the books for kids with R.L. Stein's book. <laughs> okay, so I, it is a series. Statement retracted. Oh, the babysitter. The babysitter, and there's babysitter four, two. Yeah, and you know, now that I think of those, were actually pretty scary. <laughs> no books, one so. or three, but four and two are. Definitely <laughs> I, I retract that initial no, there, thing. I'm sorry, R.L. <laughs> I I was unaware that this was actually a thing, but I. Josh is going to start reading these books, it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be confused, Josh, as I was with the actual Babysitter's Club books for kids. (laughs) Tim, what's your answer? So so my, you know, I I was actually having a tough time with my own question as well, which is why I'm like, why did I even ask this? But I have a couple of things. Like the first, it's going to be two different sports groups. And okay. it's, it's the soccer kids and the basketball kids. I think those are... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, no, I, it's good. Yeah. yeah. So the reason is, and it's not specifically... It actually kind of ties into yours, Bob. It, uh, it's yeah. these this popular clique of kids. At least in our school, it was. like the, Those were the top two sports. Those were like school, the untouchable know? sports. Right. The, you know, they wore their Lewis Mills, like, blue and, blue and white jackets, like, every yeah. day like they they went around all cocky and whatnot um and our grade it was like specifically a part of my french douchebags that were on these teams uh mostly there was a couple of like scattered in like cool kids that i thought were nice but not many and another overrated part of these is if you ever went to a basketball or a soccer game at our high school you would hear like the parents on the sideline of these kids just like going ballistic yeah. cheering for these oh, kids yeah. and like it wasn't a good kind of cheer either it was like a cheer with a tinge of like if they don't go like this the game doesn't go well for this kid he's probably going to get beaten when he gets home you know <laughs> like that kind of cheer you know like it it's just like it was classless you know it spoke to how so so i i I agree with the statement. See, for me, like I, a lot of the the kids I remember being on both those teams were really nice kids and friends of mine. So, like, I didn't have a problem with the players, but the sport itself, I could see what you're saying because there were so many other great sports. Um, I know our, our volleyball teams for both the boys and the and the girls were good mm-hmm. and things like this. And it was just, I think, I think 
what I agree with you with is like it was it, those things just were overshadowed by basketball and soccer. Yeah, and it was a little bit of. You know, if you saw these things, it, like I said, for me, it wasn't the players. It was the whole hype of the sport itself. And a lot of the vica- uh, parents and things vicariously living through these things. Like, if yeah. you went to these things, like, you would just see, like you said, almost rage in a ad- grown adult's yeah. eyes over a, a, seven, a 16, 17-year-old playing a sport right. for their high school. I mean, it's... I see what you're saying. Like, you would walk past the gym during a, a basketball game and just hear, like, screaming just yeah. coming out of the doors yep. like spilling out of the doors basically yeah um and i don't know just something about that just pissed me sure. off i guess um not to say that my parents didn't cheer for me but you know it, it's a, it was different, a different cheer yeah. it's a different cheer like these were like angry happy cheers and i i don't know how to describe it any better than that but i don't know yeah i think they overshadowed yeah. a lot of things and that's where i, I could see that like you know, another thing with just I think sports in general. I, I'm a big sports fan. I'm a big I'm a big fan of a lot of things, but I think that high school in general, and, and unfortunately, I think still to these days, you know, sports are to be celebrated, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But so is art, and so is is music, and a lot of these things. And I I feel like you know a lot of that stuff gets lost in the mix. And um, I don't know. I'm getting philosophical now. I love it all. It's maybe all maybe you should just go to Model UN. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. Oh, well, that should have been my pick for most overrated. That is an overrated. Club. It, it definitely is. That's. Uh, yeah. I. No, or well, like, I my shot now. I don't know what. I, I. What do you guys think about student government? Because I was thinking about that too. Uh, yeah, those kind of things. Like, what did your class secretary do? I'm just curious. Like, I don't know. May, Beats uh, and, the hell out of me. And I don't. I don't necessarily remember who our secretary was. And maybe they help plan some of those like larger events for your class, whether it be sure. like a, a graduating class event or project graduation. Right. <laughs> I did love project grad. I hated all the fundraisers oh, for it, though. Loved right. the event itself, though. It, it was pretty cool. That was right? fun. Nomads. Stayed up late, got a free hoodie. Some, nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Lots of prizes at the end. I, I never won any, but. I saw other kids win. Maybe I that's saw a man get hypnotized did. at ours. That was cool. My buddy <laughs> Dave got hypnotized. Wow. I wonder if it was real to this day. <laughs> I I don't know what I feel about hypnotists, man. That, that's weird stuff. That's another cast. And I will save it for <laughs> another one. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I think uh, we've said our piece about our overrated uh, clubs here. So we're going to move into our next segment. Oh, what the hell's that? So, would you just look at this? So, in Uncle John Snack Shack today, what was a good, you know, sports ball game without your favorite drink? You know. Your 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 hydration of choice, which was either Gatorade or Powerade, okay? Like Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> what so, about some OJ? Uh, well, on Saturdays maybe. <laughs> you know, if you have a Saturday sure, game. Sure, sure. But what I, about I a think cola? more orange slices. Oh yeah, those games. yeah. How about some nice Tang or Kool Aid? Well, we're gonna talk about <laughs> Gatorade and Powerade today. <laughs> Fair. So, I need my electrolytes. So we have uh, four different flavors of each. Um, the and I went by colors. So we've got the purple color of the Powerade and Gatorade, the orange, the red, and the blues. Um, hmm. 
So we're gonna we're gonna start opening these guys up. Crack them open. Did crack you guys did you guys get some good Gatorade when you were younger? Like I always appreciated how Gatorade and Powerade, like like as you mentioned it, Tim. It's by color, not by taste. Right. <laughs> you know, I vaguely uh, I vaguely know that purple is going to be grapeish. Well, see here here's the thing. I feel like that's tr- I would agree with that sentiment for uh Powerade, not Gatorade. I actually feel like Gatorade does a true job with their flavors. So, we're going to st- yeah, we're going to start here with that uh, with the purple Gatorade. And this is going to go one, uh up against the purple Powerade. So, the purple Gatorade is Riptide Rush. Oh, hit me again. <laughs> okay. Lately, I've been um, wanting the Riptide. And <laughs> the Powerade is just simply Grape is what it's called. Would you call it Grape? Nope. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so first, we're going to be doing the Gatorade Riptide Rush. What do you guys think about Riptide Rush here? I love this. <sighs> yeah, I um, have always said that Riptide Rush is one of my favorite Gatorade flavors. Oh, that's the great refreshment. Mm. Got a little bit of a gummy bear vibe to it. Eh, that's the sugar. Fair enough. There I, is a lot of sugar in all. There's of something these about guys. it being a light tone that makes me want to drink it. Like you can see through it; it's relatively clear. It makes me feel like I can keep drinking more of it. Yeah, uh, with Riptide Rush, that was always my go-to for Gatorade, at least. Um, just something about the flavor is just different. You know, it, it's. It's just a good flavor. Um, oh, what the hell's that? <laughs> that, oh. that, Bob, is the Powerade, which we just poured. This is the Grape Powerade. No. Yuck. This, somebody made a 30-cent packet of Kool-Aid in mass quantity and dumped Ooh. it into a purple container. That just hits you in the face with the sweetness right there. This man. is Grape cough syrup that someone watered he down. He does this all the time with the coughs. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's well, it tastes like that cough syrup. It's got that kind of awful aftertaste, too. It makes you know why the Powerades are buy one, get one free. I'm, I'm really not a fan. It's darker. It It's sweeter. It's just not very appet- not appetizing. Pleasant, I, I think is the word I would It's use. okay if you're like, if you're parched after like a run or a sports game or something, if, especially you're in high school, you're playing all these big games, whatever, but um, if you have it right after a Riptide Rush, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, it's ugh. it's just so sweet. It And, you know, there's a very overpowering flavor of, of the grape, if you will, the grape, and um, I don't know. I just like how Riptide Rush kind of is a mystery-type flavor almost, where it's, it's not just straight-up grape like uh, the Powerade. Yeah, it's more it's more refreshing too. Yeah, yeah. so we're we're gonna move on here to the uh, the the orange. Wait, so are we gonna rate? Oh, so here's what we're gonna do first. I think uh, so. Rip, we're just gonna go one v one here. Which one's better? You know, so I think we all agree. Riptide Rush is science. better. Oh yeah, and an underrated beverage. An yeah, underrated- it's it's better than the Powerade. And it's probably underrated as far as sports drinks flavors go. Yeah, definitely. So. For the this is for the orange one. We're trying the Gatorade first. What's your guys' first impressions here? That's just a typical orange. Good, nothing special. You know, every time I have an orange drink like this, it's always compared to that McDonald's orange drink. Mm, yeah, the high C or whatever. High C, orange high C. So I'm always kind of like that's always in the back of my mind. I think this is very delightful. 
I, I think if I anything, it's rated fairly, and uh, it's it, just your your standard uh, baseline for orange. I feel like it's as advertised. I like it, but I always feel like when uh, when stores were running out of Gatorades and, and Powerades, it was just it was like the orange ones that were left. So you were still almost to this like day. settling for it, you know. This day, if you find it, it's going to be leftover, it's going to be orange and diet, <laughs> or uh, sugar free or whatever it is. Yeah, so I, get you I, I think it's pretty fairly rated. It's, it's just a flavor thing with me. I'm not a big fan of the orange type myself, but yeah, I, yeah. Moving on to the orange Powerade. Problem. Mm. That, that's very similar. It's got a little tang to it. <laughs> a little tang. <laughs> More syrupy. Mm. You think so? There's like a little um surprise kick that comes up with this. It's. I want to say it's like tart. You know mm. what? Pardon me for a moment here. Yeah. It's it's definitely different. I don't know if it's different in a good way though. Like I guess if you're having something orange, you're expecting a little bit of a more of a citrus flavor. I just felt like the Gatorade was a little bit more mellow, whereas the Powerade definitely packs a little bit more of a citrus punch to it. So, um, yeah, you know, I I'm gonna go with the the Gatorade on this one as well. It's it's just you think there's a difference in sugar content on these? I think they're about the same. If they are, which is funny because this is the second one now where the Powerade is tasted immensely heavier yeah there's a little bit of lightness and clean crispness to the gatorades yeah it, it's lighter and I, I think that for, at least for the first it, two that's what I, I look for yeah it it isn't lighter but it tastes lighter yeah uh so are we agreeing that the the gatorade is the winner in the orange flavors yeah gatorade's better i mean this one isn't as close of a call as the as the um as the purple ones but it's still there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so the next one we're going to move on uh, move on to is the, uh, what I would say is almost like the standard. You know, this is this is the fruit punch flavor, the red, if you will. Um, it's, uh, we're going to go with the Gatorade first, as we have been doing. You adored fruit punch. I did like fruit punch. I thought, like I said, I think it's like the classic almost. Lemon lime. No, I, I agree. I agree with you, Tim. This mm. is uh, this is what I kind of think about. Mm. I, I generally tend to stick towards the blue, but I also remember this as being a classic. It tastes as I remember it too. I, I feel like this is a uh, this is sweeter than the first two Gatorades. Yeah, this almost red. this almost tastes like it should be a Powerade variety. <laughs> Which makes me a little bit concerned about what we're gonna have next <laughs> because the Powerade. All just just so everyone at home is clear, all of the Powerades are darker, and yes, yep. Even though this one is marginally darker in terms of the fruit punch, I don't know. I'm already you, you I'm dump it out just granulated sugar. <laughs> I mean, everything is so sugary here. It's it's ridiculous. Like I, that, yeah, the Powerade, it's just bad. Every single one of these Powerades tastes the exact same. With the aftertaste and like the, I can't tangibly put my on finger your, on it. It's yeah, it's your, the film. Your tongue, yeah. There's almost like this chemical that sets off as soon as it goes in your mouth. I feel on my teeth. Yeah, it's just always the same thing. It's like okay, that's fruit punch. Feel it in my blood. That's fruit punch. <laughs> oh no, it's fruit punch Powerade. Oh, that's that's blue. Oh, it's blue Powerade. With the Gatorade, it's just like okay, it's that's the flavor. Powerade, you always know it's Powerade. 
Like if you had a blindfold on and you did this entire taste test, you'd be able to tell yeah. whichever one like tasted a little bit heavier. It would be the Powerade. Hundred percent. And I mean. To be fair, it, it is like a bolder taste. And if you're looking for a taste that's really in your face, which I never am really, with uh with sports drinks at least, then, I mean, Powerade is your go-to. I'm going to disagree with you on the boldness, though. Really? Before you move on, hang on, don't pour that yet. Try us again. All that right. Fruit Punch by Gatorade is bolder. And it's more of it's more of a full flavor. It's not the boldness I have a problem with. Now try this. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the boldness, it's the way it's presented. Do you agree? That Gatorade kind of agree, yeah. That Gatorade's more of a full flavor. Try this, Josh. It's an interesting point. I can take a sip of that. That's a full flavor right there. Agreed. Okay. But it's a full good flavor. Now try this. Bob poured us each like half a cup for like a small taste. Did you did you kind of feel like at some point he'd be like, now now try it again as yeah. if it was a joke. <laughs> now take another sip and another one. I see what you're trying to say. There's Gatorade does have a bolder I, This one at least. Yeah, the fruit punch for sure. Yeah. But I still feel like the Powerade but bolder doesn't mean. Uh, hmm, what am I trying to say here? Bolder doesn't mean worse. I'm okay with the bold taste, and I'm not saying bold's a bad thing either. Like the boldness isn't what makes me dislike the Powerade. It's the way. It's almost an invasiveness that their flavor has. Yeah, it definitely. overpowers the specific flavor with its own flavor, which is just Powerade. Like I, I, I taste the flavor, then I taste Powerade. I don't get that with Gatorade. You know, this is just proving, uh, so far at least, um, that there's a reason that there is, you know, those two for three deals at every place yeah. for power. Yeah. And there's not generally a lot of deals for Gatorade. And if it is, it's two for four. It's just a better product. Well, and so that's such an animal like an alligator would actually endorse this product. And <laughs> Gate Powerade can't even get any animals to endorse theirs. Not no. even the one. Now, now, Bob, this was a special drink created for the Florida Gators football No, team. no, 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 no. Not from what I've heard. <laughs> what have you heard? Well, in the R.L. Stein book, The Babysitter's Club. Oh, geez. Here we go. Full circle. <laughs> so, to be specific, this first blue drink is Cool Blue by Gatorade. It's not the Glacier Freeze. Uh, I got the Cool Blue because it was a lot closer in color to the Blue Powerade. I think this is the standard, in my opinion, for a Gatorade. You don't know what flavor you're feeling, you get the cool blue. Oh, oh, that is so good. <laughs> Doesn't this bring you, like, this is nostalgic in a lot of ways. You can taste the electrolytes. Yeah, you can. And sometimes the hangover, too, unfortunately. <laughs> sometimes I get this so much that I almost I almost enjoy it so much when I'm not hungover drinking it. Mm. Mm. This, I like how I can't really figure out what flavor or what fruit it's supposed to be all i know is it's, it's cool. cool it's cool blue and it tastes good and i like it i almost get like a little bit of like a banana type taste there's like some sort of like sweet fruit on the forefront of it that i can't 
pinned down. It's that it it's that blue drink is what it is. But every it, blue drink really is not. better than other. I'll tell drinks. you what's going to be yeah. that blue drink is going to be that Powerade coming up. <laughs> this may as well be one of those Cumberland Farm syrup bottles that you get for ninety nine cents. Oh, are you talking I, about slush puppies? No, now that those were great. You know they still are. <laughs> they they still exist. Yeah, they're rare to find. They're legal. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is Mountain Berry is the flavor listed on this this blue Powerade that we're about to try here. Mountains are cool, right? No. Oh. Berry. Well, yeah, sometimes. Every now and then. Ugh. Hmm. Oh, just, oh. It's not that bad. No, it is. This actually, I'm going to go on a, on a whim and say this is actually the worst of the ones we've had from Powerade. Ah. I, I thought the grape was... The grape was bad. Okay, no, okay, agreed. The grape was bad. <laughs> Here, let, let me pour you another cup of the grape, just so you can see, Bob. <laughs> this tastes like what I remember it. Something that rolled around my car for a week, then I would get in after a hard day's work at the grocery store and find <laughs> it, sip it, and be like, hmm, what's more concerning than it's been in the car for a week is it tastes no different than the day I bought it and opened right. it. Just uh. stale, nasty, old, money-scrubbing... This is just a bad, bad taste that reminisces in all the wrong ways. I'm washing that taste on my mouth with some Riptide Rush. So, so here's my <laughs> analysis here, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking about this. Powerade feels like there's like a same, the same base that they use for all of their flavors. Yeah, they add a little bit of differentiation, a splash with, of flavor, uh, with a tinge, flavor. if you will. But, but it's like the same heavy base for everyone. Gatorade has some variety. Like I could taste the the orange and the Riptide Rush, and it's very very yeah. different. And Cool Blue and Orange, and they look very like very similar to their uh, Powerade counterparts. Very different, and it's not yeah. just uh, in a flavoring thing. It's a almost like a consistency thing. You know, on all of yeah. these bottles too, it's it's basically the same nutrition fact. Yeah, and know? that's what's kind of baffling about it. like. If it were heavier in sugar or, or some sort of ingredient, you'd say, like, okay, maybe that's it, but... I literally don't see a single difference. Well, and here's another thing to, to think about, too, going off Josh's point. I've had Gatorade flavors. You know how Gatorade will every now and then do, like, a um a special edition flavor? Sure, yeah. I've had Gatorade flavors before that I've absolutely hated. Okay. I think... If you know what you're getting into and you open a Powerade, I don't think you'll ever dislike a Powerade flavor because it's all going to taste the exact same. Right. With Gatorade, it's like, hey, they went out on a whim. This tastes like ass. But guess what? (laughs) At least you know Gatorade went through the trouble of trying that flavor out. Powerade, it's like Josh. It's like this Powerade base. Like, oh, well, they splashed in strawberry, melon, banana, which wasn't that good. But, hey, it was kind of that Powerade flavor, so it wasn't bad. Right. It's a. They're trying to stay consistent, but the consistency is not that good. It's. I don't think it's a great vinyl product. It's almost like. It's almost like if you. Uh, this is kind of a weird analogy. It's almost like if you mix something with vodka to the same uh, levels every time, you're always going to taste the vodka in it. But if you just put that thing in a glass separately, you're going to get a little more authentic flavor. Now, I love vodka, but my point being, you're always going to taste that base. Yeah. I feel like there's some sort of less desirable than vodka base that Powerade uses that I can always taste in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think for what it is, these are sports drinks. These are the beverage sure. of the hardworking athlete, right? 
I would not want all for Walmart sales. <laughs> Personally, um, to to cut the the sweetness down, I do go with the zeros usually. Oh, um, I, I like the artificial taste more oh, than it. like the the natural sugar. Personally, but I hate it. I just were I, all right. <laughs> I wonder what it is I'm actually drinking that's making it so sweet. It always skews me out. Yeah. Well, neither <laughs> neither of these brands is anything good that athletes should really probably be drinking. <laughs> But and it here, has the electrolytes, Bob. Well, yes, but here's the thing. And, and at the end, that at the end of the day, <laughs> I think the consensus is we all love the Riptide. It's so good, and the Cool Blue is great. The cool oh. Blue is great. At the end of the day, if you're you know really tired after a hard game, or uh, you know, I, I we'd play in bands and you're playing on stage and you get exhausted. Either of these will suffice. If somebody hands me an ice cold Powerade, I'm not gonna have a gripe about it. It's fine. It'll do the trick. But having them back to back. Like I've always said to people, you know, in passing, like it comes up. No, no, I like Gatorade better. And I've actually had a few people in the past tell me, no, I like Powerade better. I'd love to have those people try us out because back to back, Mm. it's really not much of a question. Yeah, and you brought up another good point there, Bob, is that it's key to have them ice cold. Oh, you you know, like these are pretty cold to be fair, but um, yeah. There's nothing worse than like a warm Gatorade that you yeah. needed after like a, a good day of sporting. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know it could have been cold. It could too. have been cold. You just kind of suck it down. Sadly. Had you not left it rolling around your car for a week, like that Powerade taste I just had in my <laughs> mouth, even though it was cold, not kicking around the car for a week. <laughs> so, so we're gonna actually bring up a bonus segment here in the Uncle John Snack Shack because I just Whoa. thought of it off the top of my head. Uh, let's. Let's argue Cool Blue versus Glacier Freeze Gatorade. Because I know there's some strong opinions on that. Oh, it's Glacier Freeze. Oh, there we go. Like, and it's, I say it's, it's hands down Cool Blue. And what? I'm going to say it depends. <laughs> I can't answer this <laughs> oh, question. God. I'm going to give the very, very slight one degree angle edge flip to Cool Blue. Pour me another cup of that Cool Blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's, here's the thing, right? I, I believe Glacial Freeze is a, fro- a Gatorade Frost, right? Yes. And I just, I think I prefer the Frost. I, there's something about them. It's the reason why I keep going Sorry, back. no. Frost is Glacier Freeze, right? Well, that's, that's, yeah, oh, that's I thought I said yeah, cool yeah. Blue. Sorry. Wait, are we, wait, sorry. I, I maybe missed Are we comparing the Riptide Rush and the Cool Blue or the no, no, or no. the Cool Blue and the Glacier Freeze? Glacier Freeze Glacier is, Freeze the, is the light blue. Is the light yeah. blue Gatorade. Oh, we're comparing those. Yeah. See, I, I like the frosts a little bit better. I just think that there's whatever the formula is in there, it's it's better. Yeah, the I'm gonna go with the glacier freeze actually, Tim. I think that there's better flavor and a little bit more flavor in the cool blue. And I think cool blue is a great one to sip on. When you're parched after a game or something, that little extra lightness in the glacier freeze, it might be the quintessential Gatorade. Oh yeah. Like if you told me you can have one Gatorade flavor for the rest of your life and not get tired of it. It's going to be Glacier Freeze, uh, absolutely, because even this Cool Blue will get a little heavy after a while. Okay, well, that's the boldness of the flavor, the delicious flavor of the Cool Blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I got to go with Cool Blue. No, don't finish that, Bob. Pour a little of this Riptide Rush in there. Do yourself a favor. Combine the two. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, tr- a mixologist. <laughs> yes, a scientist. Um, We've had so many... <laughs> Drinks <laughs> naturally. Tim called his stuff Gatorade, <laughs> but it it is it is cool blue for me. It's just bolder. It, it's a, a more blue flavor. Um, I mean, 
let's be honest. What the hell is this? What the hell's that? <laughs> Come on. So we just combined the Riptide Rush with the uh, the Cool Blue. It is, in my opinion, delicious. <laughs> Looks like Ninja Turtle piss. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say it looks like laundry detergent, but came out works. of Mr. Uh, Master Splinter's rumple. Now, kids, we don't condone eating or drinking laundry detergent on this show, and hey, also no, no. never hang out with Joey. You never <laughs> hang out with Joey Bide. <laughs> so, especially after a game of basketball. What, what do you guys think of that flavor combo? Huh? It just tastes like both of them mixed together, rated fairly. <laughs> rated fairly. Not gonna go. Out, actually, I do kind of like it. It's pretty Underrated. <laughs> you just go keep going back for more. Oh, I think the sugar's getting to me. <laughs> I'm a little. Yeah, I'm actually getting a little wild here. here. Let's ooh, <laughs> let's get away from these drinks for a little bit. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go into our final segment here. Rapid fire ratings. Wowzer! <laughs> we're gonna do some rapid fire here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey Josh, pew, pew. Josh, take ah. take the rest of that gate right away from him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them all in front of him. <laughs> the man's got the quickest draw this side of Mississippi. <laughs> Powered by Gatorade. <laughs> what what is it that Pat says? Our friend Pat says uh, is the best this side of the. Mason Dixon. Mason Dixon line. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Hoodoo Browns. He's like, oh, he loves Hootie. He always says that point though. Not a sponsor. Like, <laughs> it's the yeah, best. We, oh, we would it's love the best to get barbecue this Hooties. side of the Mason Dixon line. I gotta be honest. I don't know where that line is. <laughs> All right, it could be in Connecticut. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's not. But <laughs> so <laughs> you getting some burn there from the Gatorade? <laughs> getting indigestion. Is the Gator biting back? I think it's more or less a Powerade. <laughs> All right, so for this... So the Mason-Dixon line <laughs> <laughs> is um, a line that borders Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, and West Virginia. It's much closer than I thought. I would expect it to be somewhere like the Midwest. Like That's what I thought. I would expect it to be exactly where Josh told me it was. I'm surprised that we are wow. close to the Mason-Dixon, and uh, that Pat and his saying is pretty correct. <laughs> Very well, good. Well, I mean, Hoodoo Browns is a very good barbecue. Maybe we could do a Hoodoo Browns one. Cast. Oh, yeah, and eat along. Oh, and, easy. <laughs> maybe we should just have a cast and just eat Hoodoo Browns the entire time. <laughs> yep. Get it ready for next week. For those of you who haven't tried Hoodoo Browns, again, not a sponsor, but... Not a sponsor. Yeah, it's very enjoyable, very good barbecue. Yeah, um, highly recommended. So, <laughs> getting back to the uh, the source material here, the... Uh, the rapid fire segment. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I mean, he's got the quickest draw this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Have you heard of Mason Dixon? Look <laughs> like that bad movie Groundhog's Day that Josh liked so much. <laughs> it's not that bad. Movie's overrated. <laughs> How about that final segment, Tim? <laughs> All right. So this is a rapid fire segment uh, where I'm gonna be just naming some. High school sports and clubs, and I just want you to to cut, say the first thing comes to mind: overrated, underrated, or rated fairly in your book. No, no uh, describing why. If you feel the notion that you need to describe it, then All please right. do. We'll try to go through it fast. All right, we're gonna start off with high school, and this isn't gonna be uh, boys or girls. It's just gonna be you know mixed. 
Uh, well, <laughs> I guess there was only boys baseball. So, what do you guys think about baseball? Overrated, underrated, rated fairly? Rated fairly. Rated fairly. All right. Uh, we've got football. <sighs> See, it's different because we're in Connecticut, right? And yeah. while I appreciate football, it doesn't have the same uh, the same gusto as it does in the South. The bazang, yeah. I would so, agree. Like, as, as much as I love it, I kind of feel like it's a little overrated. For for us, right? Yeah, I guess from my own personal experience, football on a professional level is fun to watch, and you know, college level too. But a lot of it kind of goes back to those vicariously, uh, the parents living vicariously through the kids. Yeah, I feel like football might be the worst for that. So quintessential, I'd say. For that. Yeah, quintessential. So as much as I like football, it is it is overrated at the high school level. Did you guys know I was the first quarterback ever at Lewis Mills? Oh, this is the first I'm hearing <laughs> oh, of it. Wow. All right, we'll we'll delve into a couple of clubs picks or didn't happen. Uh, Overrated. Oh, sorry, you were talking. Oh, never mind. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> At least fairly no. rated. Went four and four. Underrated <laughs> has the first true historian. I, I am a historian. No, I am part of history. Right? Yes, so, you are. Yeah. We all are, anyway, Tim. So, we all are. We're gonna go into a couple clubs here. Uh, film club. Uh underrated. Yeah, rated fairly. I, I was gonna agree with them, but I don't know. A lot more to film than people think. Yeah. yeah, but what are they filming? Well, okay, this begs the question, Tim. We need clarity here. Right. Are we are they going out filming? Or are they watching and analyzing film? See, I took it as watching and analyzing film. Underrated. But how about going out and filming stuff? Well, Red still a little underrated they're making art they're they're finding out what goes into a good documentary a film a good self of a form of self-expression bob what was that uh film that you made for bentley's class <laughs> that was called the blair rick project about my friend rick <laughs> and uh actually our buddy pat was involved in this too he made this this was a film class and the same day we watched both of these and our teacher said and i quote well the the uh well I don't know if he said this part via quote but he said you know the the time length on these was suggested five to ten minutes so so Bob your groups we had like twenty one minutes like I now have officially gotten the longest video I've ever received and Pat the uh and Pat's like the crappiest and he's like huh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we set a couple records in that in that day I'm just proud saying, like if that's what the film club is doing would it be no, because that's one of my fondest high school memories. Underrated. All right, I, I guess if you're playing up the experience of what you're having, I, I can go. Uh, I, I'll never rate anything other than underrated. I actually very recently watched this film, and it was realized that there was a Tim Ori cameo in this film. In the Blair Rick. In the Blair and even, Rick. Even uncredited. Yeah, uncredited. Oh, I walk wow. by in the hallway with my South Pole sweatshirt on. <laughs> very sad <laughs> all right how about uh um drama club rated fairly yeah. underrated okay why underrated i agree with josh underrated I really think, i think it's one of those things where you you put in a lot of hard effort uh and then you finally get to the point where you get to perform in front of the whole school and it's kind of a really big deal um as far as how much payout that you get at the end, I think it's underrated. That's fair. It I, takes a lot of talent, too. Yeah. You know, not everybody can Well, that's my one gripe do. is a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes that talent isn't there for some some of the actors. My only gripe with it is, like, some of the drama kids are super obnoxious. But, you know, 
But I that could be said for anybody. That's where right. I try to take myself out of the equation. Um, oh, you, so, you guys so might... then there would be no obnoxious if you took yourself out. <laughs> uh, well, fair. Is that maybe you <laughs> smoked them? You silly, silly ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no, not this. Oh uh, yeah, I'm willing to change it to underrated. Sure. <laughs> on this on this list, I'm not. All right, we'll rate this one. But it's like future medical professional club. Who who lists this rate on fair. a club in school? <laughs> Are you, like, you get what you what is it you get what you expect <laughs> yeah that's a raid fairly one raid fairly all right uh robotics club overrated yeah it's overrated yeah those kids get way too into it huh robots are fine you know yeah i i don't that's a personal one for me i don't like i never like that show like battle bots or any of that stuff i don't think robots are that no. cool um, and if you do, that's fine. I think. Would you say robots in general are overrated? Yeah, I think. It, and so is that band, the Flowbots. <laughs> what about Florence and the Machine? Also overrated. <laughs> All right. Um, here's my thought on this. Right, I'm a middle school teacher. I think it's cool for middle school age kids to make robots and battle them. I don't know how I feel about high school kids making the same robots yep. and battling them. I just feel like it's a younger kid activity. Just get them a pair of sock em boppums. Sock em They're more boppers. fun than a pillow fight. Can you blow them up? Can <laughs> you, you ever? Can you put your hand inside? Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> can you have the time of your life? Yeah. Sock em boppers, not a sponsor. <laughs> no, but if you would be willing to, reach wow. out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, uh, oh, not moving on. You know what robot really sucks is that Marty robot that roams around Stop and Shop in Torrington. <laughs> Weird. Hate Weird. it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it literally just floats around, yeah. gets in your damn way every time. Oh. Beep, beep. <laughs> and just kind of creepy. <laughs> I saw this woman have a, a standoff with this robot for a good like minute. <laughs> it was terrible. You think Marty's part of their union? Uh, no. Robots don't have Or do you rights. think he was, brought, he, was, he was put in place because of the union? Probably, we I, never talked. I think he replaced. Here. He replaced at least three jobs. Oh my god! I think. Another reason not to like robots. Good point. All right, moving on. Uh, tennis. Hmm. Rated fair. That's a tough one. I will say that they are underrated. Okay. No, you're thinking of the underhanded serve. <laughs> That is not a serve in tennis. I'm, I'm saying... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You got a serve over hand, don't yes. you? I'm thinking of not being Bad correct. Man. <laughs> a shuttlecock. Yeah. <laughs> a very underrated name for a piece of sports equipment. <laughs> As someone who's notoriously bad at most sports, I have a lot of appreciation for those who can uh, regulate their power as they swing a tennis racket and not hit it over, like, a mile. I've never learned how to just adequately hit a tennis ball with a tennis racket. Josh, you say you pity them because they don't just wind up and smash in a mile. Are you boasting your strength no, 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 very no. subtly here? <laughs> I am boasting. like, I... I really wish I could just hit a tennis ball and not have it go into the town over. I mean, I don't know how they do that. That's exactly what I'm saying. I really wish I didn't just shatter distance records every time I hit a tennis ball. It's a real curse. There is a lot of finesse that goes in it, Josh. You're not wrong. Um, all right, underrated. That reminds me. This last 
last week's uh, episode of the cast, we we talked about Mitch Hedberg, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. And he, this reminds me of one of his jokes. I was trying to think of a joke, and he 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 comes and he's like, um, the one thing I hate about tennis is I'll never be good as a wall. <laughs> <laughs> True though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just reminded me of that. Um, Ultimate Frisbee Club. Oh, the overrated. Sp- the sport itself, underrated. The people who do the sport in any capacity, very... O- this is like a Dave Matthews band versus <laughs> Dave Matthews fans for me. It's very hard to find a common ground because I love the thing and the people who love it, I don't love. So Ultimate Frisbee, I'm having that mid middle ground crisis. You've, you've played Ultimate before, right? I love Ultimate Frisbee. Same. Yeah, it's, it's fun to play. But you're right. There are those 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 d bags that get involved. the worst. I wish I remembered that when we were doing our first segment. <laughs> that would have easily been my choice. Well, it's fair. Yeah. It's fair, and it's not fair because of the sport, but it's fair because of the people. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, the same thing with the Dave Matthews <laughs> Wiffle Ball Club. Oh, this underrated. a thing. Underrated. <laughs> underrated. Agreed. What would Big Bertha think of this Wiffle Ball Club? <laughs> Don't you talk about Big Bertha. <laughs> For you guys' sake, I'll say it's underrated. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Big Bertha is, Big Bertha is this giant wiffle ball bat that my dad brought around with him to family gatherings. How old was this classic bat? This was a classic bat from when he was a young teacher, I believe. And my it's been a very long time since my dad has been a young teacher. He's retired now. Um, but <laughs> So anyways, we were playing with his special Big Bertha bat. And, uh, you know, we were all going nice and gentle with it, you know, until my brother uh, Brennan came up and he broke it right in half. And <laughs> what was the look on your father's face when he saw Big Bertha's torn to shreds, a legacy over? I'll tell you, it was sheer horror, Bob. <laughs> it was one of the saddest days in Ori history. Oh, my God. It was not an Ori day. <laughs> But yeah, Wiffle Ball Club, underrated. <laughs> Shredding of a Wiffle Bat. <laughs> oh, let, let's talk about... Um, <laughs> I had a friend who was a Wiffle Ball player. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Dude, I grew up on Wiffle Ball. <laughs> oh, we ball know. Great. We know. I think Wiffle Ball is less uh, intimidating than your, your baseball or your softball. It's just easy. If you want to be involved in something, hey, show up. Here's a wiffle ball. Yeah. <laughs> Try to hit it. <laughs> Fun for everyone. <laughs> yes. How fast can you really throw a wiffle ball? Well, that's for another day, Josh. You'll see. I'll right. show you. <laughs> um, uh, we'll do a couple more here. How about, um, can we talk about the, the Model UN again? Let's, <laughs> sure. Overrated. <laughs> Dude, Model UN is so overrated. It makes me sick. All you do is build a model of the UN out of toothpicks. I don't think that's what (laughs) they do in that club. Wait. (laughs) Explain. Wait, do you really think that's what model UN is? (laughs) No. I was like, what? (laughs) I read an Earl Stein book once. (laughs) (laughs) The Babysitter's Club (laughs) by R. I think the Babysitter was actually part of the model UN. Anyway, so I think the problem with this club is just like they 
They're just training to be jerks, like jerk politicians. Well, I don't know how uh, effective it is either. Like, what what kind of like do they just scratch the surface with this? Do they really go into depth on any sort of thing like this? I mean, what what's the point? I, I, well, that's kind of my question. <laughs> I'm all for experiences, but. I don't get it. We, I, I we would... bash people trying to get into politics as we sit here over eight half-empty bottles of sports drink, rubbing our guts and like fidgeting in our chairs. There has been a noticeable amount of fidgeting since we did that, that snack shack. Who are we to say? The most important thing during Model UN, don't hang out with Joey. You never hang out with Joey. Um, so... <laughs> how... <laughs> All right, how about... um? Uh, gymnastics. Uh, rated fair. I think it's underrated. How? I I do too, actually. <laughs> I, I need an explanation. Dude, gymnastics because... are incredible. If They're you, features yeah. of, of pure being... Uh, it's, it's just you being fully in tune with your body. And when you see a good gymnast, oh my God. Yeah, sexy. <laughs> yes, but also <laughs> impressive. Yeah, the things like... At, Especially like during uh, the uh, Olympics, the, the things yeah. that these people do, like yeah. flips and stuff, it's like, wow, that's really cool. I think how they have to land it, right? They can't like, yeah, they can't recoil or anything. They have to like land and then not move at all. Like I couldn't do that. I can mm. barely go down the stairs without kind of <laughs> wavering. <laughs> Well, that's because you had eight sports drinks. Dude, I, I stubbed my toe and ripped my nail off getting out of bed yesterday. <laughs> Meanwhile, so. somebody comes by Tim and does a no-handed somersault or no-handed cartwheel, and he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> stubbed my toe this morning. As I limp away with my bloody sock. Sip it, <laughs> sipping a green or sipping a uh, red Powerade. <laughs> All right, I've got a couple more, the last two. Um, how about the... Um, I had it up here a second ago. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, um, snowboarding club and skiing. Ooh, club. love the oh the um, yeah, ski club. Und- uh, underrated. I'm gonna say overrated. No, Ooh, here's the thing. Was never a part of it. Always wanted to be. Same. Uh, <laughs> Josh was never cool <laughs> enough to be in that club. Nah, listen, you guys know me well enough. I Coordination. Was, I was not coordinated to be in, a part of that club. My parents knew that from an early age, so they kind of said, eh, we're not going to get you a snowboard or skis. Um, I kind of feel like it is underrated Yeah, in a way because it's a really cool thing because we live in an area where there's a, a just a place to go skiing and snowboarding uh, very readily accessible. And it's like this thing where you go after school, it's only in the winter, and you bring your stuff. Yeah. Here's why it's overrated. is because it's after school, it's getting late, you have to put on all this <laughs> This is gear. every other club ever. <laughs> uh, well, you have to put on Except all this gear. Except for the breakfast club. To, well, the problem is the gear and getting ready for everything. It's just so <laughs> tedious, it feels like. To Says me. the first football the first quarterback yeah. of LSM football. No, this is Here, a here's, lot of gear. <laughs> well, I was a hero. <laughs> here's here's what I like about the the ski club. It's a club. It's not a club. You just pay a small fee for someone to bring you to ski and snowboard. You do it all on your own, then you come back home. Nobody, no clicks. No, you literally just go there, do your thing, and come back. It's not really a club. It's just a cool thing. Yeah. So, would you say that that's kind of like you know individual sports in general? Yeah, but the club gets you there. 
<laughs> I actually my first Deep. job my first job ever was a snowboard instructor. I had to teach those clubs sometimes. Oh, you're a good snowboarder. I, I was. I haven't been out in a couple of years now, but I'd imagine the skills are still there. I tried it uh, uh, four or five years back. Did not go well for me. It will um, someday. Well, I couldn't move for like six days after all my falls. It's terrible. Well, you could say that you were pretty... Never mind. I'm not going to make this joke. Uh, <laughs> what's your last one here? <laughs> all right. Last one is cheerleading squad. Rated fairly. Yeah. I'm gonna give it fair. I, you gotta, you gotta give them props, right? They do a lot of stuff. People would say they're overrated because I was, but you know what? They do a lot of stuff. You watch things; they're putting themselves at risk, being tossed up. They're not underrated. Being tossed about like sacks of flour. Well, I think that it's rated fairly, and you know, you sign up for it. You know what you're getting into. You know, like I think there's a place for it. And I think it's fine. I think it is what it is. I think it's rated fairly. The the upper body strength and the core strength that you need to do that. At a high school level, yes. I'd yeah. actually say maybe even cheerleading might be a little underrated in other levels, like yeah. at college level and stuff, because that's when they do some. That's when they borderline become a gymnast. Oh, what, that what has about, to, that has to interact with the crowd. What about when our Lewis Mills cheerleaders did that same Christmas dance every year, where the cheerleader came out of the box that was a present, and they were playing as a surprise that we had seen. Oh every my god. Year. And they were playing Silver Bells. No, they were playing Mariah Carey, right? Mm, they oh. were playing Silver Bells. Were they? <laughs> no, it was Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Second time I've made Tim question something from high school tonight. <laughs> well, it's getting hard to see you because we never turn on the lights in the studio. It is and, getting a bit dark, isn't it? Like, I, can't, I can't see your face, like the expression <laughs> if you're joking or not. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll wrap it up with, uh, with that one. I, You know... I think in general, um, high school is a is a nostalgic time, but you know, there's definitely some overrated parts of it. Yeah, I'd like to revisit it someday on a positive. I, I don't think we bashed it too bad today, but I actually have very positive memories of high school, and, and I don't think this was anything personal. Anyone. We actually just did a nice lot of reflection on on some things mm. that come across, and and I thought it was really good. But it would be fun to revisit someday. My little poetic session of the day is, I've always... <laughs> this is not a section. I always... <laughs> call up Mike, we need a new drop. Um, I always think of... Sometimes I find myself reminiscing on high school moments, and, you know, it's there's just something just... Uh, it's like the separate chapter of your life that's still on play in your memory. It's almost like a tape that never ends. And sometimes you want to go back in this tape real briefly, but but you can't. And, and you know that everybody else from this tape has kind of moved on in a different direction. And every now and then you catch this little piece of memory that makes you smile or laugh as it's replaying, as you choose to turn it in and out of your, your mind, turn it on and off. And it's just, that's high school, man. It's just this thing that's always going to be on repeat in the back of your memory. And there's a lot of good memories with it. And, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of gray areas and then a lot of this just kind of status quo stuff that we dive into today. But... Yeah. You know, it was a, a great time, and I, I really feel bad for kids today who are doing distance and things during this that oh, they terrible. can't really experience that. Because you know what a uh, what a formative time in your life. You know, <laughs> did, did you see did you see that uh, that thing that was going around on Facebook last year when like the kids weren't able to go to proms and like 
to make these kids feel better, people decided to post their own yes, prom pictures. Well, yes. <laughs> it's like so Just rub it in their face. So yeah, you're posting your prom that you got to go yeah. to and they don't get to go to. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're a recovering <laughs> alcoholic. Oh, here's me sitting on a beach drinking a margarita. <laughs> I mean, I'm not to be insensitive, but uh, honestly, that's that's how I equate it to. That's a what a kick in the nuts, you know? Yeah, uh, like kick them while they're down. Yeah, right? and that was it was built under the guise of they're like caring about these people. Yeah, it's like it, no, you know what it was? It was it was misdirected and confused nostalgia. They thought, oh, ah. it'd be really it'd be really cool to go back and look at my high school pictures. Well, maybe these kids would want to see it. No, they don't. <laughs> no. They don't want to see it. They're thinking, what the hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> and and last of all, I just want to do a shout out to my brother Mike. Yeah, he, he absolutely. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Um, he he definitely brought in some really new kick ass drops for us, and uh, I think you'll be hearing a couple of those uh, tonight. Uh, yeah, for uh, sure. You heard them tonight, so uh, yeah, the man's talented. We appreciate to have him as our only paid n- member on our staff. <laughs> <laughs> That was a year's worth of wages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's probably 10 years, but still. <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's all I have to say. Josh, you want to bring us out? All right, folks. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Overrated. Underrated. Or Rated Fairly. Podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next time. And remember, it's better to have gone to high school than to have gone to low school. Uh, I'm one with a light. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Uh, no, no, no. I what was that quote? Uh, I do my <laughs> I do my bidding in the light. Oh, he does his bidding in the light. Rated, the rated, rated, <laughs> so fair.